and welcome back to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. I'm Amy, and if you were a classic monster, would you turn into Dracula? Frankenstein, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the mummy, or the Wolfman. Missy? The, the creature from the Black Lagoon, because I have no idea what that is, and nobody has any idea who and what I am, so. Mike? I feel like Tommy would be the mummy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, <laughs> Someone failed the assignment. <laughs> oh, uh, why not? Dracula, he sucks. Son of a gun! <laughs> Tommy? I wanted to pick Dracula! I wanted to go, ah, ah, ah. Like, that's all I wanted to do. You can still do that. You want to do that? You want to take two? All right, everybody take two. Okay. Missy? Please insert my previous comment here. Mike? I still feel like Tommy would be the mummy. <laughs> but Tommy? I will take Dracula. No. <laughs> We're going to have to do a third take. <laughs> Fine, I'll pick the mummy. I'm so angry. I, I mean, I'm, I'm like already it. the mummy, though. I wear my apocalyptic clothing everywhere. Uh, I'm already the mummy because I'm the only mummy in this group. So I like to think I'm Frankenstein because it's not Frankenstein's monster. It's Frankenstein, the evil, uh, evil doctor. So clearly... <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Our family of creators me. going through we the We could just go back and you can and we're connect bringing those you along dots. for that the ride. Great. <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> Guys, guess what? 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 It's a creative prompt episode. <laughs> so you can go ahead and give me an F right away. I, I, failed once again to produce something i had an idea for this one but all the supplies i need for the idea are in a box that i have yet to open and since i didn't properly mark my boxes it could be in any one of them so. you know what we're gonna give you an eye for incompetence uh, i will take the eye for incomplete no i'm pretty sure but... it stands for incompetence I've uh, gotten several eyes in my school career. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I only got one eye in my school career. And then when I failed to complete it, they turned it into an F. And I had 100% in the class going into that. And so then the class. they turned it into iron because it was a fee. F-I. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, all right, cut that. Or that was a bad joke. See, we don't need that joke in there. Let's go ahead and get that out of there. there. Big fan of elemental jokes, but you <laughs> failed hard on that. If this was any visual medium, we would have like a cut that editor counter and we'd hear ding. <laughs> and it'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like 34. Yeah, one day when um, we have somebody go through and make these for YouTube, yeah, just put that little counter up There's in the corner. Pr pretty much every single episode is like, editor, change that, cut that, take uh, that out. <laughs> I guess it's the creativity and chaos drinking game. Like that's on the list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, get your drinks this will be the uncut versions, except for with stuff we really truly have to cut. You know? No, I I usually anytime anybody says editor cut that, I leave that in, and I leave you saying editor cut that <laughs> because it's funny. Because I it's usually, usually like not usually anything. when I'm saying please cut that, it's because I personally don't want members of my family listening to the podcast and hearing. No, that. no, no, Missy, Missy, wait, okay. It's usually when people are like joking, uh, no, uh, yeah. like jokingly say cut that. Uh, if you okay. say please don't put this in the podcast, I'm like yeah, I'm I not had a I had a mini podcast. panic attack there. I've no, also mentioned no. things. Like my employers can't hear. So. No, no, no. Oh, like murdering people? Like, yeah. We didn't cut any of that. Oh, no. That I don't care about. Leave that in. 
Okay. Oh. <sighs> Anyways, they need to be on their toes. Speaking of things oh, that are going to get cut. If I let them cut. keep their toes. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of things that are going to get cut, guys, the fans have spoken. The segment last week was a resounding success. Everybody loved it. Everybody cheered. Everybody wanted more. Unfortunately, that took about a year's worth of creativity to make that segment. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, creating stuff's really hard, right? You know? And, <laughs> and when we write stuff, like stories... Oftentimes, one of the hardest parts about writing a story, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast, shockingly, we're repeating something, is how to name a character. Like, it's so difficult to come up with character names, right? That's sure. like the easiest part of the story. It's so difficult. Okay. Everybody's like, all together. <laughs> Everybody's like, man, it's so difficult. Well, I was thinking, actually, it's not that difficult. All you got to do is figure out a first name. And then the last name is the character's occupation, right? Oh, God. So hot fuss. So, so think, <laughs> think about like uh, Sam Cobbler, right? Sam Cobbler is a mason, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. I thought he ate pies. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. He's a blackberry <laughs> farmer. <laughs> Well, I wanted sorry. to test this out. All right. So I came up with a giant list of names here, and we're going to oh, play no. a little game called What About That Name? Cue the music, editor. What about that name? Oh, it's a game. You got to guess about that name. That's right. Welcome to What About That Name, a segment that's surely going to be cut, and this will be the only time that we'll ever do it. <laughs> Missy's gone. <laughs> Mike, you got a career in jingles, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm well, sorry, I'm back. I just want to preface this, okay? This game, all the effort went into that jingle. About three <laughs> times the amount of effort went into that jingle. <laughs> then, then the actual about right. game. So here's how it's going to work. You all are going to keep score for yourself. I am going to give you a character name, and you are going to guess their profession based upon that character name. Okay? Okay. okay. Sounds like simple it. enough, right? So let's start oh, off. Gosh. Let's start off real easy. The first one is Angus Smith. A blacksmith. Yes, Amy. Amy gets a point. Yeah. Sure. sure. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> what about Amos Black? A blacksmith. Yes, Tommy. Correct. <laughs> Amos oh, Black no. is a blacksmith. Congratulations. What about Sylvia Smith Black? Uh-oh. Uh, she's a she's blacksmith. She's black. No, sorry. We're looking for jeweler. Blacksmithy is only her hobby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Um, I wasn't clear on the rules then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What about Darlene Weaver? She, we she makes baskets. Weaver. Oh. I was thinking like fabric, like blankets. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change her profession. Yeah, she's a basket maker. She was a seamstress, but I think basket maker is a better appropriate. Can I get a half yeah, point? There you go. Sure, why not? Give yourself a bunch of points. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Sally Scrumpeteer. Oh, she's a foodie for sure. Mm, what kind of food? Uh, Biscuits. Close, close. I was going to say charcuterie, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Not close at all for me. <laughs> Cookies. 
Yes, she's a pastry chef. Y'all can give Biscuits. yourself a point. Uh, that was Sally Scrumpeteer. Yeah. Now, what about Stephen Whitmore? He's a professor. He He's a philosopher. He is a professor. Gosh, he is a professor of linguistics with a specialty in things that are clever. Stephen Whitmore. Oh. Oh. oh, how clever of you. Mike, I'm going to give you a point for that. Oh, I thank you. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what about? Don't give his ego points. No, no. <laughs> what about Roberto Murder Man? Mm, he's a detective. <laughs> he's one of my employees. <laughs> <laughs> and now that he's been outed, I have to fire him, and we all know what that means in my business. <laughs> Thanks. On a separate man. note, hey, um, uh, if you're unemployed, I am hiring. A position just opened up. <laughs> <laughs> he's the. He counts how many people are murdered. No, he, no, he he tends to crows. Yes, he is a professor of ornithology uh, with a specialty uh, in crows. Congratulations. Uh, what about Alicia Breadmaker? She uh, is she invented the breadmaker machine. She makes money. She's the breadwinner for her family. Uh, again, mm-hmm. accountant. Uh, she's a loan shark who brings home the dough. <laughs> there you go. What does Danny Bottom Washer do? We don't talk about it. That's between him and his own business. He cleans he, undercarriages of vehicles. Or I was going to say, or boats. He like, like the scrubs the off of. Nice. No, scrubs both the barnacles of you off. Give you, he exactly. He scrubs the barnacles off his ship. You can both get a point. Tommy, minus one point. Um, I'm going to keep count. Wait, fail, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> what does Graf McRuffin do? Um, he's a crime-fighting dog. Oh, man. Missy's cheating. You have the list here. He is part man, <laughs> part calculator, part dog, complete private detective. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, names are the easiest part of the story for me. <laughs> what about Natty Pack Striggins Brewster? She makes beer. In Ireland. Cheap beer. It's like knockoff Guinness. <laughs> It's it's no it's beer that's made in the Rust Belt that's supposed to be Irish beer but it's just so cheap and bad. Oh, but they like don't sell it in Ireland at all. So no, it's not Irish Ireland. at all. It's somebody yeah. who thinks they're Irish making beer in like the middle of nowhere Rust Belt. It's like right, US. Yeah. Ohio. What I have written down here is <laughs> I don't know some bartender in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a point at all? Sure, why not? Give yourself yeah. two. I, I, okay, I'm take, putting that in the bonus point. Take one of Amy's. It's okay. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Amy. He makes the rules. What job does Harry Cuttering Barbiter Shaverman Third have? <laughs> He's just, he doesn't actually have a job. Uh, it's all investments from his papa. I, yeah, I had to go with that. Mm, he's a cosmetologist. Come on. Oh, <laughs> I knew. Uh, I should have. I should have known. He's a third, though. What about Orland Warman? Uh, Legolas. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of too. That's He's me an elf my trying brain. to make his family. Orland Warman. That is Legolas. <laughs> He's got to do it on his own. That's though. pretty fun to say. He is a soldier. Come on. So oh. yeah, close. What about Scrappa Doodle Puncher Fist? He's a 
a, a boxer. Yes. But Ding. Only a street. He's a street fighter specifically. <laughs> nope. Only said boxer. He's, Take that point away. <laughs> he's a schizophrenic. And one of his personalities is that he's a prize winning boxer. But in reality, it's all in his head. Okay, Missy, oh. it literally only says boxer here. You have to take that bonus point and give it back to Amy. That's okay. Amy, here you go. Thank you. Oh, wow. What about Francesca Copper End? Uh, which? Uh, mineral water. <laughs> she's she's mineral she water. She is mineral water. <laughs> <laughs> she makes batteries. Mm, she's oh. an assassin who exclusively kills the police. Francesca oh, Copper End. Copper End. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what about prom blacks phlegm beauty Tara Tara? Uh, the, the geologist. Ooh, what was the last name again? Beauty Tara Tara, an a geologist. Oh, a paleontologist. She uh. is a makeup artistologist. Oh, <laughs> I just did oh. acidologist. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what about Katie Baby Factory, mm. a housewife in the Midwest? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> no, this is so sad. Okay, what was Katie Baby? Ka- what is it? Katie Baby Factory. She works for Johnson and Johnson. Oh. She's an engineer. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. That's what I was trying to get towards. I was like, how can I make this funny? <laughs> oh, I think you will actually find her husband is the one working for Johnson and Johnson. Melissa. <laughs> You're, you're, you're taking our sex and you're moving it back a few steps. Uh, no, the Midwest is, okay? Katie, you need to move out of that place. She's the wheeze. So her job is to be a poorly developed character written by a misogynist. Not me, by the way. This is the only one I found. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like right. I nailed that. No. He didn't he didn't deny that he's like he's not a misogynist. He just denied that it wasn't no, written. Uh, by wait, him. hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Editor, him out. He denied writing it. <laughs> this, is, this is bull. <laughs> what job does Scorch Magonschlayer do? Flame weeds. He deals he he's the Dragon pen keeper. He doesn't actually Juggler. train the dragons. He <laughs> cleans out the dragon pen while they are out being trained. You know, Tommy, I'm going to give you half a point because Scorch Magonchlayer is a slayer of gonches, of course. Mm-hmm. So what was Tommy's answer? Is slayer of weeds. And, you know, slayer um, of gonches is very close to slayer of weeds. So What's a gonch? <laughs> what does Gustus <laughs> Goose Trainerton do? Okay, this is okay. All right, guys, we have to band together. He's given us two obvious ones now, and he wants us to say the obvious answer. All right, yeah, My he's a goose hypothesis. trainer. He's the guy that at the goose training facility farm has to go and capture the escaped geese and bring them back. He trains the geese to train other geese. He is the chief educator of the fowl army. I knew it. Well, uh, well. What about Jeremiah? Sorry. <clears throat> What about <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Better cut that. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> 15. <laughs> Somebody's like, please, no more. I'm listening at eight in the morning. I can't handle another drink. <laughs> 
What about Jeremiah Jerky Squish? They well, jerky shouldn't be squishy. I was just thinking that. Like, is he testing the beef jerky to see if it's dry enough? No. And like, it's oh, his responsibility yeah. to get rid of. He's like the quality control. Oh, he's a, a yeah. jerky factory. He mil- he's yeah. a milkman. <laughs> He's a meat <laughs> processing worker, so close enough. There you go. All right, we got... I feel like that was I a group point. All right, what about Hunter Hunt Huntington? He is a laptop repairman. He's, he hunts the hunters. He's on, yeah, he's on an eternal quest to track down Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we were looking for Fisherman there. He is a fisherman. <laughs> oh. What about Bobby Big Muscles? Bouncer. He's a bouncer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's dad. Well, he because he used to bounce. Actually, yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you literally named dad. Bobby Big Muscles <laughs> is a wrestler, of course. What's his famous move? The 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 sweltergeist. Okay. <laughs> the bounce. Oh. Yeah. So with the swelter <laughs> bouncing sweltergeist. Yeah. He works out a bunch, he gets all swole, and then he possesses somebody's body and <laughs> oh. now, how you yeah. get in between like the Step Connecting one and two, those lines, forget it. It's you don't just, know. <laughs> Geist was gold. The explanation, we'll take bronze for it. We'll skip silver. <laughs> All right. What job does Ralphinius Rag Eater do? Oh, he's a janitor I'm for afraid sure. afraid we, we're not allowed to say that without getting censored. Janitor. Well, obviously, Ralphinius Rag Eater is a thief. Makes a lot of sense. He does have an awful desire to eat gross soiled cloths that are used by car mechanics. He does know that he should not eat them, but that thick, dusty, deliciously sweet taste of those car fixing wipes this, shouldn't be tempting him as they huh, do. This, he's been to the hospital eight times in the last two oh years, gosh. and the doctor's saying he's lo- losing all function in his kidneys and his liver and his spleen, yet he continues to ignore them and will stop at nothing to consume the dirt wipes he loves so much. Ralphie wishes for the days of his youth when he didn't know the pleasure that could be derived from munching the combination of oiled sweat, windshield wiper fluid, and crusty bug bits that mix together when a master of the car repair uses one of those cloth grime sponges. It won't be long before Ralphinius is dead, but at least he lived life to his fullest and ingested the riches of the mechanic's car shop wherever they were found. His ascension departure machine will be complete any day now. He is also a blacksmith. Full <laughs> yep, yep. <Well>, circle. <laughs> <laughs> and He's a thief blacksmith who likes to munch car rags. Yes, of course. Mm. He's a mm. okay. I mean, the car rags is not his job. It's just some backstory. Okay. Backstory is important. Yeah, I like lore. It's world building. What about, and this is the final one. It's pretty simple. What about Zalbarg Scourge of the Depths? Um, I'm pretty sure that guy's my lawyer. <laughs> That's a good The joke. champion of Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh, mm. man. I was going to say Satan's assistant, but. Mm. Well, I, I Cthulhu, Cthulhu's, uh, you know, companion, I guess, could work. He's an interdimensional sea beast. Zalbarg yeah. Scourge of the Depths. Drop to your knees that. and beg for forgiveness. And then this is where we play the music one more one? time. Go. Mike, that was brilliant. Good job. There you go. That was amazing. I loved every moment of that. I really, really enjoyed I actually stopped like with the points at some point because I was just so enthralled. Yeah, well, that's also why you <laughs> lost. So Yeah. yeah. You know, I, when I Tommy with a strong points, three and a half so. points. <laughs> Whoa. 
you don't know how many points I got because he told you to keep track of your own, mm-hmm. not someone this else's. Is true. Therefore, you're probably going to lose some points. I don't know how many because I'm not keeping track. I just know <laughs> I have infinity. <laughs> hey, I Tommy, have I have a math question for you. Uh-huh. What's infinity squared? <laughs> for our our listeners tommy just immediately collapsed on the floor he was standing like dead weight yeah i'm gonna leave that sound of you collapsing on the floor in because it was just beautiful good Editor, keep that in. <laughs> What's the opposite of a ding? It's a, well, it's just uh, reverse. You need to take a shot of water. Hydrate. So when I was coming up with this game, I was walking Louie the other night and I was thinking about like Angus Smith is a blacksmith. And then the next one I thought about was Katie Baby Factory. And it made me laugh so hard <laughs> yep. while walking. And I was like, I have to make an entire stupid segment out of this one joke that I thought was totally wrong and funny. So so you did come up with it. Yeah. It's also, that's kind of what happened to uh, modern philosophical debate. Basically, I have one stupid idea and then I have to spend like 10 hours in a week on it. It's great. <laughs> When I went back to college, like in the 2013 or 20, some somewhere in that time frame, the whole reason I was inspired to go back to school is because I came up with a joke that I wanted to put into a speech. (laughs) So I went back to school and took speech class just so I could write that joke in. And then stayed in school for four semesters. (laughs) 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 I'm not, that's not a joke. Like, I really did do that. I know, it's just funny. (laughs) You need to provide us that speech. Because I really want to hear the joke. It's definitely on my dead laptop and it's not that funny. Doesn't matter. It's now the quest for the joke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I think what's gonna make it funny is it's so unfunny. It's so that's what I'm looking forward it's to. It's so dumb. It's so yes. stupid. Yeah, but those are the things you need motivating. Yeah, the best inspiration in life comes from those single thoughts that you can't get out of your head for two seconds, and you're like, "All right, now I have to now I have to make something entirely about it." Speaking of making things that are entirely about something that you thought about for two seconds, we got some creative prompts to do. That was quite the pivot you took there Amy. <sighs> that doesn't count as your project <laughs> you mean times we made that joke throughout the freaking month yes yeah anytime we tommy and i would say pivot we would just like stop everything we we're doing and like turn to the other person with like wide we'd eyes just look at each other and be like guys i was conducting a meeting at work the other day with like executives in the company and i made a pivot joke and laughed <laughs> to myself on the call <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, and then I remembered none of the people in that room were in on that. (laughs) Missy's like, guys, wasn't this a great podcast? And they're all like, Missy, what are you doing? (laughs) See, that's funny. You should put that in your speech. Thankfully, they all love me, so they accept my eccentricness. But (laughs) (laughs) so the creative prompts is we like to take a word and then make something creative based off it to help get our creative juices flowing. You can sing, dance. Write a song, write a story, write a poem, whatever you want to do, whatever gets your creative juices flowing. That's the whole point. This past month's word was pivot, if you could not guess already. And we got a few projects that we're going to present to you 
that we did. So let's go. Who wants to go first? Where's the three-sided coin? I think Tommy should go last because I'm just going to guess his is the best. Oh, gosh. So I'll go in the middle because I have a verbal one. Okay. So, yeah, Mike. So, pivot. According to Oxford Languages Dictionary, after I quick giggled, it's the central point pin shaft in which a mechanism terms or oscillates. If used as a noun, I did not use this as a noun. I used it more as a verb, which is to turn on or as if on a pivot or, especially in a business context, completely change the way in which one does something. So that's kind of where I was at with this. I wanted to take one musical piece and energy level and change it to something else and then pivot back and forth on that a little bit. Just not much. So that's what this is. Here it is. That was pretty good. I, I'm assuming that was Choir Omnia because there's no way you got a, or a choir sounded that realistic. That that it was so dynamic. 
Yeah, it was it was there's a <laughs> quiet omnia for some of it. Yes. During like the hip hop part when they're doing the specific syllables, that was choir omnia. And then there was yeah. other choir elements that just the oh that faded in and out. That was not. I think that was uh, just some Spitfire stuff. I'm really enjoying more I don't know if this is the term, but like non-linear songs, like songs that don't kind of call back to like something else. Like your song just went. That's it. There was no like section A part two and part three. It was just A, B, C, D, E, F. Like it just kept going. I enjoyed that. It was it was like a slow pivot too, which I also enjoyed. It was like fading into the next section. You know, it reminded me of like fiber optic decorations that slowly fade from one color <laughs> oh, into the next. Those Dude, as a kid, I would like put them close to my eye, like dangerously close just to <laughs> right? stare at them. They were so cool. And like it just it was a rainbow of a musical like sampler platter and it never repeated on itself. Really, really liked it. Tommy and I were just listening to the soundtrack last night of was it Into the Spider-Verse? The one you're thinking of is the Miles Morales game. Okay, doesn't matter. Same vibes. It's like that you would I feel like it's like epic, but it's also like specific and I feel like it would really work with the whole Miles Morales vibe of his Spider-Man. I feel like it it just worked really really well all together even though it was like the different kind of genres and styles all mixed together. I think there was like one part in the middle that seemed a little wonky as far as like transitioning, but in general, that could have just been me but in general I, I really enjoyed taking those sort of different genres but creating this overall epic piece with it really really enjoyed it yeah cool he's fun it was, it was the, fun yeah the, yeah, the, the idea fun. was to, so i started off and i made the orchestral part of like the first half of the song and then i had no idea where to go and then after i came up with this beautiful challenge word one month ago guys one okay. gorgeous challenge i was like what can i do and i was like well i could pivot a song from one style to another and then i was like well let's try and throw in some like hip-hop inspiration i used almost ex- in fact i think i used Entirely, except for like one or two new instruments that Tommy and I have gotten over the past several months. So it was very fun to to do it. Yeah. Anyway, that's Pivot. Amy, take it on home. (laughs) (laughs) Editor, cut that out. Yeah, Yeah, please. 16. (laughs) So I originally came up with a story that I thought would be really cute, but I had no idea where to go from it. So I scrapped it last minute and created a poem instead. Hmm. So here here it is. So you pivoted from my story to a a poem. poem. (laughs) There was a moment that I hung on every word that you said. There was a moment when I thought it's okay that I'm always sad. There was a moment that I was obsessed with every thought you had of me. There was a moment when I thought that this is the best it will ever be. But then, then when there was this moment when I realized you didn't hear a word I said. There was this moment where I realized you didn't care what thoughts were in my head. There was this moment when I realized I was sad and you didn't know. There was this moment that I realized I had to let you go. And after... After there was this moment where I was angry for all the time that I wasted, there was a moment where I was lonely hoping I would never face it. There was a moment of panic thinking maybe I was wrong. There was a moment of sadness thinking the us was finally gone. 
But now, now there's moments of joy I never would have experienced. Now there's moments of reflection, figuring out who I am in all of this. Now there's moments of silence, and I'm not afraid to sit in it. Now there's moments of life that are wide open to be written in. It's beautiful. Makes me want to get a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Amy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's... No, it was terrible. And we love you. Those were beautiful and very was that about your previous relationship or was it, was. it inspired by it okay. it was it was inspired by it. and the reason why is because i've been on a dating app and i was talking to somebody and we had planned on going on a date and they were like hey i'm you know tomorrow's my day to sleep in like can we just nail down a time tomorrow morning i was like yeah no problem and they woke up and they were like hey i actually have a headache so i don't really want to waste your time today and that was it that's all they said and i was like oh i hopefully you'll be able to feel better and they never responded and i was like you know what i'm okay i'm good and i unmatched them and i moved on and i realized that the way that i had approached dating had completely pivoted (laughs) because previously I would have agonized over why did they cancel the date? Why? You know, like clearly there's something wrong with me. There's something messed up like, oh, and I was like, I wasn't already, I wasn't really vibing with them anyways, like a little bit, but I was like, I want to meet in person to see if we have a better vibe together. And I just love that for me that I, instead of like freaking out over like, they must hate me. There's something wrong with me. They don't want to go out me. I was just like, all right, fine. I moved on with my life. And I realized how much growth I had because when I was in my past relationship, I was so worried about what did they think of me and how they saw me. And, you know, I was trying to be everything for them, even if they didn't care about anything for me. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And I wanted to create a poem over like, yeah, I there there was those moments. But guess what? Now there's better moments. And life is so much better now that I've grown up emotionally. I mean, you know, still growing. Everyone always is growing. But yeah, I just thought it was cool. And yeah, I think that's my story. General relationship advice and not like Tommy relationship advice that I usually give, which is always <laughs> golden, by the way. But like <laughs> it, it, there is there's the idea of just like loving yourself and going out and saying like, this is who I am. If you're not compatible with this, it's fine. Like I'm going to move on and being able to be rejected and to also reject someone and be like, no, this is not working. Like that's like the biggest relationship growth that you can do as opposed to hopping around going, please love me please love me because that just doesn't work out really for anybody in the long run yeah and i and that was what my past relationship was was me just being like they like me so i'll date them and i'm like that's not a great reason to date somebody you should date somebody because you're compatible you should be want to be with them because you're compatible or you know you find them interesting or you want to get to know them more or whatever and so grow together and in the same direction Mm -hmm. exactly and and I think it's it's just really cool that it, it, before it was so much like on me, the pressure was on me no matter what of being like, well, they hate me, so I have to change me or I need to approach it differently. It's like, no, you're done. Fine. I'm done. Bye. And I was just like, yes, that's a win for Amy. <laughs> yeah, it's a big you win. Know, it felt very vulnerable, but also very reflective and like, okay, here's where I was at. And then I had an aha moment. And now here's where I am. And here's the direction I'm going. So I thought it was, it was done in such a nice, cute little package. So good job. Yeah. 
Yeah, whenever I'm writing a poem, I'm like, if Missy hates this, it's <laughs> gonna be the end. Like, I'm gonna have to change me and who yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't screw up. Yeah, Missy. Yeah, you have to. You're the you're the ultimate critiquer of of writing. Because sorry, Mike, but she's probably the best one here at writing. Why are you sorry? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to hurt your ego too much. Okay. Oh. Yeah, oh. but Mike kicks so much butt with that music. Like nobody. Oh yeah, without nobody a could ever top him right yeah so yeah. why why even try why bother you trying know, can i can you insert the falling on the floor <laughs> can you sure, insert like, the fall again boom 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 <laughs> 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 no i think we got a good rivalry here going between the boys when it comes to oh, yeah. music they both yeah. have very different styles and they focus on very different details and they're both really good Tommy's better. We're, we're just different creators. Tommy no. might be the better musician, sure. but I have the better love advice. So, <laughs> so Amy, here's here's a hot tip. I feel I like of Tommy anyone once. here, okay. you probably yes. have the best love advice because, yeah. I mean, single. Yeah. Single. 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 Painfully single. <laughs> Married. Like. Yeah. <laughs> here, here's, here's the best dating advice for all you cool kitties out there. Pizza is the way to somebody's heart, but you have to judge them. So I would recommend taking them to like a mod pizza, which is basically like a subway for pizza and watch what ingredients they put on their pizza. And if they put on some BS ingredients, just walk out the door. You know, the date's done. <laughs> like, Hey, I'm going to go grab my drink real quick and yeah. then just never come back. No, no. You well, specifically you're say like... you're a disgusting human being and I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> well, you make, them feel bad. make them feel bad. Okay. Since okay. Mike is a married man, I will take his advice. <laughs> Clearly, he knows some deep-seated yeah. hidden wisdom that we're yep. just unaware of, and we we have to just take it as golden. The first mm -hmm. time I saw Erin put pineapple on her pizza, I was I was gone. I never talked to her again. And yet, you married her twice. Oh, I forgot <laughs> she put pineapple on. <laughs> Brainwatching. Uh, I'm sorry. Thomas. <laughs> He's just dancing in the background. Um, oh, crap. Let's listen to this. I knew where it came from. Bad 
Now, question, mm-hmm. did you play all this? Or is this any VSTs? No VSTs. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what I thought. So this actually has a little bit of backstory. And I wanted everyone to listen first, but... Oh, okay. Sorry. No, if you have any comments... You no, can make- well, I got a question. Like, there was like a, a, a almost a mandolin kind of strumming. Was that on the guitar as well, or...? That was on the guitar, yeah. Oh, okay. That's all. Let me go ahead. I have been very creatively angry and upset at myself. It's mainly just like like me. There's no one. It, it's I'm just angry at myself and I don't understand what, like how to harness something creative. So I literally made this. We start the podcast at 530. I started this project at 410 is when I started it. So this was about an hour and 20 minutes. You recorded all of those different instrumental sections in like an hour? Yes. And there's a reason to it. I actually had an entire other project that I was working on. And it it sounded pretty good, but I just got to a point where I was just like, every time I got to it, I was getting really frustrated because I didn't know where to go. And I'm not a person of many words. In fact, I, you know, I joke around a lot. Like, that's me. But like trying to creatively express myself and express my voice, especially when it comes to lyrics, is something that like, it just pisses me off. Like, I don't, I wish I, I wish I could find the words to say how I feel. So this was like an angry project I created in the last moment. I legitimately pivoted to this project. This happens with every project where it's just, I just pivot. I just keep pivoting. I'm like, okay, new idea, next idea, next idea, next idea. I had an idea before this that I was in the making of and I just like, nope, I gotta get rid of it. But it's it's so interesting. There's so many things wrong with this. And I was talking to Amy before this and she was like, you just need to make something. Like You just need to keep recording and just do it. So that's what I did. And I tried to. I believe I told you to take an edible and then keep recording. (laughs) (laughs) So I drink chocolate milk and then I recorded. Um, Um, Sure, that's an edible. (laughs) I've just been like really upset at myself because like I have all these ideas in my head and I don't know how to translate them. And then it comes out as me just being upset. Therefore, those ideas never get made. And so, yeah, I just I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to record this guitar part and I'm just going to keep going. And whatever lyrics come out, they're just going to come out. And like whatever extra stuff that I do, I'm just going to do. Like I really liked I, I had dueling guitars 
that was like the my favorite thing about this project is that the same part played slightly differently in the left and right ears so it sounded sonically more interesting obviously the loop isn't perfect like none of it is perfect like you can hear the cut stuff like that but it was i just had to do something where okay this project isn't it isn't like fully complete but it is because you guys listen to it that's it this project was literally just the accumulation of me pivoting to different ideas it has nothing to do with pivot it's the product of a pivot Mm. so there you go well i'm really proud of you because i know you know like you were saying we had a conversation in there was a very long conversation about creativity in general and how getting like frustrated with wanting like not being creative enough and i was like i think you just need to record and I'm proud that you came up with something, even if it's not perfect, because that's the whole point of this is just to just to get something creative out there. And, you know, I stumbled over my words when reading the the poem and the cadence wasn't right on one of them. So, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just is a way to get that creativity out of you Yeah. rather than sitting around doing nothing. I know for myself, I do this as well, but I also think for you, you put a lot of, and I think Mike as well does this. I don't know about Missy, but you put a lot of roadblocks in your way that you put there in order to be creative. Like, I'm going to be creative, but it has to be this, or it has to be this, or it has to be this. When it doesn't, it's that's the whole point of creativity is you don't have to put those roadblocks there. You can take, you can tear the roadblocks apart because of the fact that it's, it's you're the one making it. And if you want to put those roadblocks if you want to put those what is it called those parameters around you and around your projects that's totally fine but i think sometimes the best creativity comes when you're just like ah screw it let's just go for it you know yeah no i totally agree part of my like weird creative journey is like two three years ago I had very little concept of what sounded good within composing. And the more I've listened to music, the more I realize what sounds good. So my critical thinking when it comes to composing is just much more harsh. Like I I just I critique everything because now I know it sounds good. And I'm like, this little sonic character is really bothering me. Most people wouldn't know, but it's bothering me. And then, like you said, I put that roadblock up. So that's one of the the interesting things is as I become a better composer, I understand what sounds I like and how I like them. And then sometimes not being able to produce those, even if it is just like minute, I put that roadblock up and then I just don't be creative. And it's, I don't think it's a good angry, like, I don't think it was good that I angrily wrote this, but I'm glad I did. And it that's yeah. it's the product. It's what it came out as. I think letting go of perfection is a very difficult thing. Specifically with the, the two things I did this week. The the what about an, or uh, I don't even know what the segment's called. What about that name? <laughs> <laughs> it, like the musical number for that. I, I was mixing it down and I was comparing versions and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this has got to be better. Oh no, this has like a little bit more bass in it. And then I remember last night I was just like, this is good enough for what it is. It doesn't matter. It's something it's going to be on a podcast once and like who cares right so i think giving up or or knowing when to like at least let go is a pretty important step i did the same thing with my pivot project where i really don't like a lot of things in the mixing like a tremendous amount of them but it's also things that probably i'm the only one that's going to hear and so sometimes you just go you know what here's the deadline gotta gotta push it out and that's kind of what you did You, you just said let's just make something so it's good now, Missy, you want to present your project? 
Yes, I pivoted my life this summer <laughs> and getting things on track. I've moved to a better home. I like this and voice you're doing, too. I've been walking every day. Oh. And yes. What is, that was Missy. That was beautiful. That was so it beautiful. Was Focusing a little more on me. Ooh, me time. Love it. People. That's my favorite Waking time. Waking up in the morning instead of sleeping <laughs> till noon 30 on the weekends. Well, if you guys have created a creative prompt for this past month's prompt pivot, we would love to hear from you. We are 1L2M Productions over on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or you can submit it on our website, which is 1L2Nproductions.com. So the next word, next creative prompt word is going to go to Missy. Tower. Tower. Ooh, you heard it here first, folks. Tower is our new creative prompt word. Pew, 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 pew. Well, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed whatever nonsense this is. Like I was saying, if you have a creative prompt or you want to reach us, one out to in productions, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit. And if you'd like to co- donate to the cause of chaos, you can head on over to our Patreon. And the last word of the day is going to go to Missy. Take it away. I've been happily single for like years now. And I cannot tell you guys. It's There's just a freedom in being single that I really, really enjoy. I don't have to like share a bed with anyone. Don't have to worry about like, oh, planning meals or working around someone else's schedule or working around someone else's needs or wants or whatever. So like, I have a kid. I, you know, I already have that kind of thing going on. But like, it's just like whatever. And so I haven't been looking for it or searching for it or designing or whatever. But... In the past three weeks, not once, but twice, I have been hit on and asked out. And I was like, what is this? I'm not trying to do anything here. But that that's like, that was just, wow, weird. Okay, cool. So made me feel a little good about myself, even though I'm not pursuing it. So 